we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It is day seven, eight, nine. Well, it's Tuesday, and this started last Sunday at midnight, right? Yeah. So it's day eight? Day eight. Yeah. Of our quarantine. Our quarantine. Yeah. And day seven uh-huh. was made a little bit better. Because we had Family Karma on TV. Yes. Which we watched. Wait, that would have been day six. Day six. Because it's Sunday. <laughs> Guys, time. Oh, time and space don't exist anymore, Eddie. It's okay. It's okay. Time and space don't exist anymore. I keep having to constantly remind myself what day it is. It's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's really, tough. really crazy. Well, to remind you guys, I'm Eddie Estrada, and this is Matthew McFarlane. Hello, everyone. Good to, good to see you. I mean, you know what I mean. Good to like be with you. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? I'm fine. You don't know what day it is. I I don't even know my own (laughs) birthday. Everyone on Hot and Bravo knows this. Like, I don't know anything. No, these are unknown, scary times. Like, we don't know. We don't know what we're going to wake up to the next day. You know what I mean? So that's why we're losing our minds a little bit. So just a little bit. Okay. We all just need to accept it, embrace it, and um, enjoy it while we can. Enjoy watching Family Karma. Enjoy it, which is why we are here today to discuss family karma, guys. No, but honestly, what would we do without Bravo's programming? (laughs) Because every other TV show has canceled. Every other TV show is not in production. And (laughs) like, if we didn't have the Housewives or if we didn't have like Bravo programming, like, I don't know. Like, I'm barely hanging on as You it are barely hanging on right I now. Am. I keep trying to, like, move forward with this podcast and start, like, <laughs> talking about things. And you're like, but then we're going to have Bravo. Okay. Like, <laughs> but to be fair, you literally started it so out of it. You were like, who am I? What's my name? What day is it? So I'm, I was trying to help you. Okay. Well, okay. thank you. I appreciate it. But now we're here. And I agree. I agree. If we did not have Bravo, things would be wild right now. But... The Bravo programming is keeping us together. Yes. Like, oh, wait, oh, today's. Oh, right. Today's Tuesday because. Oh no, right. Today's Wednesday. Well, today's Tuesday. But if it's, if it's, if it were Wednesday, I'd be like, oh yeah, today's Wednesday because last night was Tuesday because last night was Vanderpump and I get to watch Vanderpump today because it's Wednesday. Yeah. But none of that really exists anymore because everything is just topsy turvy. Everything's upside down. Um, but we do have New York coming. New York is coming April second. I mean, if if we if there was there was never a time where we needed it more. I'm so excited. Truly. Can we just really quickly talk about, before we get into family karma, I just need to talk taglines with you really quick. Okay. I, I just want to talk about one tagline. And that oh, is... Oh, they're all pretty great. They're all good. But Leah, our new girl, came out swinging so with a good. flawless tagline. It's my, I think it's my second favorite of all of them. Who's your number one? I think Dorinda okay. is really good. Um, oh, God. I'm going off of a feeling because now I'm forgetting the words. But it was like... um. Oh, I can't remember. You know, I don't have to look it up. I'm going to take the time to fucking look it up. Cause well, I know. if you guys hadn't heard Leah's, um, and that what's her last name again, I can't remember. Um, but she was on millionaire matchmaker. If you guys didn't know, um, <laughs> True. She, she, it's a great episode. I bought it. Um, because that's the kind of person I am that I really wanted to see Patty Sanger with Leah McSweeney. That's her name. Um, her tagline is, um, 
I, fl- I float like a butterfly, but I sting like a bitch. Yes, it which was is so good. Iconic. Um, oh, sorry, Dorinda. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. I like that, that one too. That is the best one. It's good. It's um, good. Yes, that's the best one. Um, there are other ones too. Hold on. I've but just... that one was my favorite for sure. Um, I don't need to find love. I love myself oh. is Ramona. Iconic. Kind of love that one. Um, I may float like a butterfly, but I stand like a bitch. Amazing. Life isn't a fairy tale, but I'm hoping mine is the exception. That's really cute. It Mary is cute. Tinsley. Very I mean, Tinsley. that is her fucking life. Um, Luann's is a fucking novel. It's okay. raise the curtain, lower the lights. I'm taking center stage in my life. It's like enough. Enough <laughs> with your BS. I'm so over Luann. I'm over I've her. I've been over Luann. Delusional um, Luann. And like I said, I may or may not have a boots on the ground for this upcoming season. Um, stay tuned with Luann. I don't know yet. I'm trying to confirm. We'll get back to you. Anyway, who am I missing? Um, Sonia. Oh, what was hers? It has something drink related. Oh no, it was, um, I'm no one's accessory. I'm the whole lifestyle brand. Very nice. I like that. Not her best, Sonia. but very nice. It was good. It was no good. No one had a bad one. Um, I think my favorite, um, is Ramona's because I think that's the energy I'm bringing into 2020. Oh, good for I you. I love that. I love me. Good for you. Good Haley Steinfeld. I'm definitely bringing the Dorinda energy into. Yeah. I'm definitely bringing that energy into 2020. I feel that is you. The Dorinda is very you. I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty right. That's mm-hmm. pretty accurate. All right, let's get over New York. Family karma. Family karma is why we're here. Okay. And first of all, I mean, all, really, it should be. I mean, I love family. I love everyone on the show, ensemble cast. You know me, but it really should be called the Monica and Brian saga because, like, that it. Oh, it's so good. It's okay. Their love is pure. It's real. <sighs> Monica and her Kugupon book. Sign me up. Okay. I <laughs> was dying at this when they were like a flirting, but like not flirting in the car. And like Monica brought out her coupons, um, <laughs> which I was obsessed with. Cause if you know me, I like love coupons. I love my monopoly. You are game. very Monica. Well, that's I, so I nice think of this cast. Like I'm still trying to figure you're a little Anisha, but you're also very Monica. What? No, why? You're mostly Monica. I love Anisha though. I know but me like, too. why am I Anisha? Well, like when we get to it, cause like, her, right now her, her final line, of okay. the episode that is very me. Yes. Okay, well that's nice. Yes. Okay, so like her yes. like her her wit? No, we'll get to, we'll, we'll get to we'll it. Get, we'll, get we'll get to, to it. it. Keep your I don't know who on, you are. Relax. I don't know who you oh, are. I mean, no, I don't know who I am. Amri just cuz he's the gay one. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I always peg you with like if there's an ethnic character, I always make you the ethnic I know. character cuz you are my Mexican friend. So, I can be the token gay. I can be Amri. We'll he's figure handsome. it out. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. That's I'm, a bit, that's I'm anxious as hell like Vishal. But I'm not Vishal. I'm not a chicken shit. No, you aren't. Because you, yeah, I'm not that much of. You are not Vishal. Okay, we'll get to it. Um, I that's our that's the theme of this podcast. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Brian. Okay, Monica Um, and Brian. Let's talk them. I love how Um, she's swatting his hand away. He keeps like trying to put his arm around her, trying to hold her hand. She's like, nope, nope, (laughs) no. She's like, I can't. I can't deal with this. It's so good. It was really cute to see. Because you can tell she's thinking about it so much too. Because she, the like to like be that quick is like she's anticipating something. But no, she knows. So she, she can knows. Feel his yeah, energy. she can definitely it's like, feel his boom. energy. It's right there. Um, um, but they're perks for each other. I love that they go to Taco Bell together. Oh, I mean, 
if you go can you go to talk about that's together my that would is say, that's love that's love Taco Bell is the surest sign that there's love there's something there yeah. there's something happening yeah. um but this is further confirmed later in the episode when Brian is talking to his mom oh yeah working from home which uh, first of all this scene of him working from home while his mom is like trying to ask him what he wants for coffee and he's like on a serious business call and she's like tea tea coffee and I'm like this is every like mom ever and I yes. love this um I, I first of all Dharma is my favorite mom on I think 100% I mean, on the show the moms are bringing it they're, they're all great. great but and Dharma's my favorite we do need to apologize we were calling Shitra Cheats my last episode which is incorrect Anisha's mom is Shitra Shitra yeah C-H-I-T-R-A, we love. Who um, I love. She's so bold. She's great. Um, but Brian tells Dharma that like he has feelings for Monica and he let her know, but she's the one that's apprehensive about moving forward. And I get it. And I'm proud of her for like sticking mm-hmm. to her guns and taking her time. That love story now though, I think is about to unravel in a good yes. way. It's about to like pick up some heat and we're about to see some good stuff. She's get, she's starting to, you know, let loose a little bit. She's starting yeah. to break these walls down and let Brian in. And now I think that well, Dharma's involved. And I appreciate that. She should. Cause she knows where he's been around the block. He has. So that's she has to make sure he's faithful and true to her and her alone. Cause yeah. Monica is a prize. I was also really interested in the part of her story um, where she has this real job, but she also does the dance class and she oh, wishes yeah. she could only be doing the dance class. But you know, there's a lot of pressure to have an adult job and not a creative job. Um, right. And I feel like this is this. I, I well, understand we're ga- this because yeah, we're gathering that the Indian culture is a very traditional culture. Uh, you know, it's, you know, in terms of marriage, in terms of like family life, in terms of, you know, uh, gender roles, it's very traditional. I think. Yeah. Um, but with this, with this adult job thing and this creative job thing, we are both, creatives in our own way yes i feel like i definitely felt the pressure to get a real job right after college and i did and i went into the corporate world as opposed to you i feel like you did more of like the creative route yeah i mean i i i took jobs that paid me enough to live okay because anything more than that took up way too much time from auditioning and from doing all that stuff um did you feel a pressure to go into? Not until I was 26 and I needed health insurance. Okay. Then I was like, oh, I need to, I need to take care of that. Because, you know, you can be on your parents' health insurance until you're 26. Yeah. So I, once that, I was like, oh, I need to have something that I have to sacrifice some of my creative life to be able to do that because that was a necessity. Um, and I didn't want to be walking around without health insurance. Um, so that, the older I, I get, the more pressure I feel like I need it. Um, but I've managed to stave off that uh, like route by like just really getting really lucky and having some really awesome jobs that like pay me enough to get by and to save and to save. Yeah. And I told, I, that's why I, I agree. I totally felt for Monica in that moment. See, I feel like I did the opposite because I went straight into nine to five right after college because right. I felt like I needed to. And right, I didn't. Well, and then <laughs> welcome to our nightmare and then, now. And then now I'm on the opposite side where I'm like, okay, now I'm, you know, working more in like the way that you did. Yeah. Where it's like a job that like, you know, pays the bills and yeah. now it's a little, you know, we, you, we do <laughs> a little less to, do to get it all done. Hey, so I, I understand Monica. Um, in other news, uh, Vishal has Crohn's. Oh and my gosh. I know, I hope terrible because I have a couple friends who have had it and it's it can be very I mean mild cases are manageable but it can be really awful yeah I think I'm 
pretty sure life threatening. Um, I'm sure. So I've seen. Yeah. I. Uh, I, I mean, feel for him. he keeps bringing it up how extreme stress is a trigger for his Crohn's and that's why he sweeps everything under the rug. So he's basically being like to everyone this episode, like guys, just like, let's not talk about my issues or else I could die. Every like, single die. conversation when it gets a little bit heated, he looks, no, 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 we just can't talk about this right now. It's like, yeah, but the more you do that, the more, the worse it's making it. Exactly. It's like a volcano. It's bubbling up. It's, it's going to blow. counterintuitive to what you actually need. Oh, God bless him. He is a ball of anxiety, which I empathize with, but he needs he needs to just, I think he should see a therapist. I th- I hope he does. I think he needs to talk to somebody. And you Besides know what? Emory. But maybe, that's the thing, is I think maybe his confidant was Anisha. And now with this thing going on between them, which we'll unpack in a second, yeah. I think he doesn't have an outlet. Because I don't think he feels comfortable talking to uh, Risha. No. Because I think they're really close and they're really, I think they're best friends as well. I don't, I think they're more best friends than they are like boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance couple, to be honest. Um, and I think his issues are with maybe her. I don't know. I think he's just like, I have no one to talk to and I'm freaking out and my belly hurts. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the crowns. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you. I got it. I just had to, Appreciate it took me a joke. second. Um, no, I, I agree. I think, I, I think the issue with Vishal is I think he's not 100% sure of himself or what he wants to be, who he wants to be. So all of his relationships with other people are him trying to fill some void of himself. Yeah. And I feel like when he loses one of those like arms or legs or like appendages, like whether it be Riksha or Anisha or Amrit, he's unable to function and his life uh-huh. kind of goes haywire. And he feels like, oh, if we can just everything keep moving and everything keep going on without there being any drama and we sweep it under the rug, all the parts will keep moving and I'll be able to survive. Right. But what Vishal needs to do is, like you said, go see a therapist, understand that like he needs to be his own person. He needs to grow a backbone yeah. first and foremost and be an adult and, and, just, and make, deal just with make issues. Some moves. Just yes. be like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And y'all need to deal with it. Because he's relying on literally every single other person in his well, life to do everything for everyone him. everyone else has made bold decisions of their lives. Yes. Every single other person in this like group, uh, they're making moves. Um, I think that's also part of it too. He's like, Oh God, everyone else is going and I'm not going somewhere or they're making plans or they're like, they have ideas and I'm just kind of floating. Um, and then you're going to have to pick up from here because LOL, I got so distracted last night playing a video game on my phone that I did not stupid marble take, notes but I, I you know i picked up at the dinner because that was just too good okay. to ignore but well like, help we, me get there <laughs> well we need to first talk about um bali and anisha bali and anisha have a conversation before they go to dinner um oh right bali kind of spills the beans um right so she basically tells um anisha that she spoke with vishal and oh, yeah there was like, um, he was very dismissive of 
Oh, no, no. The dismissive of the relationship was afterwards. Was, that was at the that dinner. That was afterwards. Yeah, yeah, at the dinner. So Bali and Anisha are just talking about the situation, and Bali comes to find out that Anisha was, like, not actually part of the situation, remember? Oh, She yes. was just, there like, an go. outlier. So basically, Bali's getting all the pieces of the puzzle to be, like, okay, what's really going on here? What's the source of this issue? And this is why I love Bali is because Bali's taking the time to, like, sit down with each person. While it looks messy, and it kind of is, that she's, like, basically sticking her fingers in all these different pots and mixing them together. She's actually also trying to figure out the source of this issue, what's going down yeah. to squash it so that everyone can be chill with yeah. each other again. Yeah, and I again. like that she, at no point, does she ever try to try to twist what she does. Like yes. If someone asks her, did you say this? She goes, oh, no, I absolutely did, but this is why I did it. And mm-hmm. this is, I, may, yeah, maybe I should have checked in with you first, but I just did this because of X, Y, and Z. Yes. Um, she's very clear cut. She's not being shady. I appreciate that. She just wants everyone to be on the same page. I think she wants to get to the bottom of it because she can sense that something's up with Vishal mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And that it does have something to do with Anisha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of loved, I, you know, can we get to the dinner? Are we at the dinner now? Yeah, almost. Okay. Um, so what Polly... Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I, want, I can I know, you're like, I need an argument in the dinner. Okay, we get it. But um, <laughs> what, what I like about, well, what Bali and Anisha talk about, what Bali realizes is that there's more to this relationship relationship between Anisha and Vishal yeah. than either's kind of letting on. She realizes there's a kind of codependency between the two, yep. uh, which is what she kind of is alludes to and brings up to at the dinner. Yes. Um. So it's like a double date plus one <laughs> this dinner. So yeah, it's, it's Vishal, Risha, Omri. And then Bali and O'Malley, which oh, is Bali's boyfriend, cute. He's which sweet. I like. He seems to really love her a lot. They're long distance. Um, which he I lives thought was a little weird, but same. He, he does seem to really like her a lot. He does. But when like, he's with her, I'm a little like shrug of shoulders. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's from Kentucky. She lives in my, like Miami, obviously. Um, and I don't know. I thought it was kind of cute that they like, I mean, kind of cute, but also like, I did this when I was like 19, but like when you like fall asleep on with someone on FaceTime, you're like, oh, I just yeah. want to like be there when you fall asleep and like be there when but you no, wake up. It sounds like they keep it on the it whole night on the whole night and then wake up together. Yes. But then because she's like, she don't, saying, wake, don't me wake me up. You know then why mean? keep it on? So if you wake up in the middle of the night, you like see them. Like she kept saying like, keep it on, but don't wake me up. She kept saying, keep it on. or Yeah. It sounds, cause I thought, like, well, then he won't call you. Like, he, yeah, of course he won't wake up because then he won't call you. Yeah. But then she kept saying, keep it on, but don't wake me up. Keep it on, but don't wake me up. I'm like, oh my God, literally like we're going to do the thing where you guys just literally keep the line open and it's just a picture in picture. Yes. And she's like, but don't mute me. It's weird a little it's bit. A, it's not a little bit. It's a lot bit. But did, you're telling me you've never done this. Like when there was like a FaceTime and you never like fallen asleep, like oh, with no, a computer, totally, but then, but I was 19 and then you fall asleep and you turn it off or the computer dies. Yeah, and the, yeah, someone like the person will hang up, yeah, and text you and say, "Oh, but, but, yeah, X, Y, and Z." Yeah, you fell asleep. Yeah, not keeping it on with N- the sound on. Yeah, just so that you guys. I mean, that's a little code. That's that's a little too codependent for my taste. You need to have it on so you guys can f- be with each other while you sleep, even though you're not. Do you together. think it's like a thing where it's like they're making sure the other one's like not cheating on each other because they're so long distance? No, I think they're they just they're that like. Codependent, Goo- ooey gooey mushy codependent. Oh, that's kind of gross. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bali. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I'm not a fan. Okay, okay. I, yeah, who hasn't fallen asleep during a FaceTime like at night, like on the phone or oh no computer? no, I've okay, this is silly, but like I used to like 
date this person like when I was like 19 and I would like we would like FaceTime at night and like fall asleep on face like while we were doing it like on purpose like like it happened like two or three times and then I was like I can't do this anymore this is stupid yeah <laughs> wait that's what I was saying oh yeah no Eddie do not no that's I, okay. so dumb I you are know dumb. I dumb. know I am double I stopped it after two like it was like two or three times because oh. I was like home because I was like it was like winter break or something no just say goodnight and hang up the goddamn phone no it was like oh. yeah no I thought it was cute at first and then I was like no this is no, really that's stupid weird it's weird it is weird it's weird okay well I'm not doing it anymore okay well good I don't even answer FaceTime that's weird <laughs> last time someone FaceTime <laughs> yeah you scream that's true okay um the dinner the dinner just kind of if you were really watching it really brought a lot to life yes um, and not just and not just by what people were saying, but the way people were saying it and like their body language at the table as well. Because Bali starts calling out the situation between Anisha and Vishal yeah. almost like, immediately. Well, yeah. What happened the other night? Because mm-hmm. something's up because you haven't been as communicative with Anisha as you usually are. And she's freaking out. And you're not responding to her. Like, what's the deal? Did something happen? What happened? And he just is being very deflective. Um, um, and I, I felt like immediately you could feel him. I feel like the, I feel like Risha and him have had a conversation about it. Yeah. And I feel like she has said, I don't want anyone else involved. Or bringing it up. Least of all, Anisha. Yeah. I think Risha might have a thing with Anisha because Anisha and Vishal are very close. And I think that's a weird dynamic. So I feel like he was getting heat from here. And then I think Omri is very territorial of Vishal and I think feels very um, weird and jealous and, you know, freaked out about the fact that Vishal, or the, um, that he went away mm-hmm. and that while he was away, Vishal and um, Anisha became really close friends. Yes. It's the tension and the anxiousness, like, amplified immediately. Um yeah, Bali confronts Vishal, and then Vishal and Omri go on the defensive. Risha is not having it whatsoever. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable. Um, Imri says that Anisha just likes to make up things because she's dramatic, and that she's blowing this out of proportion, which I thought was a very interesting dig, because he's also the one, like, in the next breath to be like, well, you know, I think Anisha has something for Vishal. Yeah. And he's the one that's kind of like, this is happening and like, we need to keep an eye out for this when in all reality, Amrit also has a thing for Vishal. Oh, 100%. we figured this out. Episode one, when yes. he was, when they were like very close and he was yes. like, well, maybe you're gay. Like, obviously he's attracted to his best friend. Yes. Like, obviously there's one part of him that's like wishing that Vishal was gay because 100%. he was like, if Vishal was gay, we would be together uh-huh. because they would like, let's be real. Their families love each other. They're like BFFs. It's, it works. It's perfect. But Vishal is with Richa. Yes. And I think he feels a lot of pressure and a lot of, you know, obligation yeah. to see that through. I think he does love Richa, not maybe in a romantic way, but in yeah. a like soulmate best friend way. Um, ooh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's not good. It's, it's going to get messier. And I, I mean, well, we can already feel it. Like we're already going to, you know, see at the Diwali next week at Diwali day. Um, I mean, not even between the main players, but between Bali and Vishal, it's about, it's going to erupt. 
So it's going to start there and it's going to get worse. For it's sure. it's going to get worse. Um, Bali does the thing, which I think I would have done, where after the dinner, she immediately calls Anisha. And she's like, Anisha, I got to let you know what went down right. at this dinner. Right. Um, and, you right. know, she's like, boom, boom, boom. Um, and basically they're alluding that, like, do you want to be with Vishal? Like, do you want to be with Vishal? Like, is this something? Yeah. And Anisha blows she up. freaks out. On the demon. She's like, you think I would want to be with the village idiot? Bali like, can't even get a word in. No. Anisha's like going full fire fury. And she's like talking about Vishal and Amri. And she says the line of all lines this season. And oh, she goes, so good. they're just two mama's boys with small dick energy and a mediocre CrossFit glow up. <laughs> and I was like, the girl ain't wrong at all. No, not even a little bit. Um, it was so good. Um, but in like better news too, we need to, we need to talk about news because we'll see that go up more, but we need to talk about Vishal and oh, Brian, yeah. which we totally forgot That's about right. before we Brian wrap this up. Tells, uh, during a round of golf. Okay. First so of all, random. first of all, let me talk about their golf swings. We're terrible. I mean, I don't know. So I mean, I'm terrible at golf. Too. So I'm good at golf. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, I used to do golf a lot when I was younger. I like played golf a lot when I was younger. I used to teach golf. Um, their you. swings were atrocious. Um, Vishal does the thing where he moves his body up and down with the, like does not keep his body like stiff and straight at all. He's like right. moving his body with the club, which right. is why he could not hit a single shot. And then Brian does the other thing where he does the other thing where instead of like following through with the shot, he like slaps the ball and he like thinks you have to stop and hit it, which is good if you're like trying to do like, you know, like a chip or something. Right. But if you're trying to hit it out, like you need to follow through and like, right. I was having That's my problem. I can't keep my eye on the ball. You just got to go all the way through. I so I was having like, literally I was squirming in my seat watching this. You had no idea, but I was like, I hate when like they, like, cause this also happened on summer house where people go to play golf and they can't play golf. I, mean, I and didn't know you were so passionate about golf. I would have like, you know, I've got my clubs in the shed. Oh, I'm ready to go. Okay. We'll I'm ready to, to get some balls. We'll have to go. So after all of this. Oh, that's right. We've got to keep, we got to, we got to keep away. You probably hit some from your backyard into the street. Well, that'd be really great. Then yeah. I'm, people shouldn't be driving anyway. <laughs> people we should, should be. We should honestly wrap little things around the balls that say like, stay at home. Stay off the road. Stay off the road. Get inside. We were, wa- we, we were walking yesterday and there was a lot of cars on the road. I was we shocked. Were, yeah. It's like, you're, yeah, absolutely. Walk, like take a walk around the block, social distance from everyone. But like, there were so many cars on the road. Way too many. Way too many. Um, but what Brian and Vishal are talking about at golf is... Well, Brian tells Vishal what yes. his dad uh, was told by Lopa <laughs> at the dinner that he's a moron and he's useless and he'll never follow through with anything. Which actually I think, even though it probably kicked Vishal's Crohn's anxiety up like a few thousand notches, I think it was good because it pushed Vishal to even further to go ahead and just contact Lopa and say, hey, yeah. listen... I want to ask your permission to marry your daughter and I want to formally do the, oh God, help me, the... Roka? Roka? I think Ro- it's Roka ceremony. Yes. Roka. Uh, that yeah. Sounds right. I, that's, that feels right. Um, and she, I mean, there was a little bit of, of uh, <laughs> they had a little bit of um, static during their FaceTime call, but she seemed very happy and she seemed like she appreciated that and he formally asked and she said yes, which was a great move on Vishal's part. 
Um, and I think that probably brought his anxiety back down to like a normal level. Yeah. So that was good. Um, I did love the editors trying to be like the poor connection thing, like where it looked like she yes. was doing it. But then you realize the poor connection was on both sides. Yes. But I was like, oh, she's going to pull this poor connection God bless Bravo editors. thing. Ugh, God, they um, really got me there. So yeah, like this, again, this show is, it's a nice steady incline up. Like we're yeah. getting just enough to get us to the next episode. And I think next week we're going to really start to see some blow ups. I'm excited. I'm very excited as well. I'm really excited for this head to head between um, Bali and Vishal at the party because absolutely, it's going to go down. And Vishal is basically accusing of Bali of like making up this own whole situation in her head when uh-huh. the situation is like literally in front of them, and he's the one that doesn't have the balls to like stand up and confront it. So excited to see these women take charge yes. um, on Family Karma. Um, we will be doing podcasts on Family Karma. We are also doing Shaws of Sunset. Yep. Um, Matthew and I are going to be doing a twib for you guys coming very soon. Yes, indeed. Um, we've got Real Housewives of New Jersey that just finished up that we released. We've got Top Chef. We've got Summer House coming. Um, New New York is coming and Beverly Hills is coming. So much for you guys. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Tell your friends, tell your family, everyone go like and subscribe. <laughs> um, and now Matthew for your favorite new part. How can people find you? Oh my God. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Matthew J. McFarland. And you can find Hot and Bravo on Instagram and Twitter by searching at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. You can find me on both of those places as well. I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. I lost about like six followers this week because of the social quarantine and my posting. So if you want to come follow me, I would love it. (laughs) Wah, wah. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye.